It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's hardly news to anyone that the beauty standards seen in media are very narrow and leaves many of us scrutinising what these standards consider flaws on our own bodies. It's very common for people to have negative thoughts about their skin, as we've been surrounded by predominantly white bodies on billboards with very smooth skin. Representation really matters in terms of creating good self-esteem, and I'm therefore happy to share a conversation with Bailey, who works as a model and provides the representation she missed herself when growing up. We focus on her vitiligo, which is an autoimmune disorder that affects her skin. She shares her own journey getting comfortable with her body and gives advice on how to tackle negative comments in order to reach good self-esteem in this complicated society. If you haven't come across women on my generation before, there's plenty of episodes where women share their wise thoughts on how to get a good relationship with your body. Please hit subscribe and rate my content, as it helps more people find this podcast. My name is Fanny Beckerman, and this is Women of My Generation. Hello Bailey, how are you today? I'm wonderful, how are you? Yeah, I'm good as well. I mean, it makes such a difference now to be able to actually go out and see some friends and stuff, don't you think? Oh, it makes such a difference, definitely does. And especially for you, being a dancer as well, you can go to the studio and actually work there. Yeah, like, just even having like a big space to do it, like certain flooring is obviously better than on your grass and just like stuff like that so yeah it's definitely better yeah of course but apart from being a dancer you're also a model and that's actually how we met during a photo shoot yeah Um, so first of all I just wondered how did you get into modeling and you know did you want to become a model when you grew up or was it an accident Oh my God. Yeah. So it was never, ever something that I wanted to do. It was never even something that I thought about doing just because it was obviously nowhere. And um, at like six, I probably got vitiligo. So I never, ever, ever seen models with vitiligo. It was literally just like slim, white, tall women that were models. So it's like not really... um, it wasn't an option for me to even think about considering. So for anyone who's not familiar with this condition, uh, could you just explain a bit? Yeah, so 
Um, vitiligo is a autoimmune disorder. Um, and it basically just means that my pigment is attacked. So the white patches are because there's no pigment in that area because the melon sites or something like that are just um, basically taken away. Mm. So, uh, yeah, whatever keeps my skin the same colour normally, like, is just, like, gone. <laughs> and I think you mentioned on social media that uh, it can be affected by stress, for example. Yeah, so I think, like, there's, there's a lot of different... Um, things that can like help it to like really like attack the body but um stress is definitely one of them because it's a very like psychological um disorder as well um so stress and the sun can be a a big factor and yeah there's like there's food as well like changing your diet can also like really help it like to um slow down or like stop completely okay yeah but once you have the patch of it they don't go away do they not normally no not normally um but for some reason mine did start to um like start to freckle again like so my normal skin would like come over the the patch that was already there and um it was whilst I was in Thailand and I was like helping a lot of animals so I was like working with animals every day um so I think it could be like due to like lack of stress um and also I turned vegan like four years ago and I did I haven't had another patch since like a a new one um and obviously yeah in Thailand I was eating like mainly just veg like because they didn't really have any like fake meat where I was so there was nothing like soy or anything like that there so I think a lot of it came back because of that it is so fascinating that that you know how much it's all connected and like you said with uh, your mental health as well and so stress yeah it's crazy it's actually crazy Mm. But going back, like you said, when you grew up, there wasn't much representation in media. No. And um, but anyway, you 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 work as a model now. Um, yeah. And how did that happen? When did you start? Um, yeah, so I got into um, modelling because well, first of all, I did try and start applying for some um, modelling agencies, like sending some photos in. I went to some like open casting, like things like that and um yeah it was mainly just like I just kept getting turned down kind of thing but I didn't put it down to the vitiligo I just put it down to like not having that model look like that specific one and then I found Zebedee which is um the agency that I'm with now and they represent all types of looks so they represent like um people with albinism um vitiligo um people uh, amputees down syndrome yeah they represent like all types of looks which is really cool because they got they um heard from me first and then about a month later I ended up getting like um uh like another email back from them saying that they um 
would love to represent me and they also like sent me a few days after that sent me a job which was um an Avon campaign and that was my first job with them um that is so big crazy first job was yeah that and that photo is so beautiful and it's on your social media on your Instagram as well oh yeah no it's crazy like everything was done makeup hair um obviously wardrobe like it was it was a campaign that was based on like um her story so like an individual and also like female um empowerment I guess and like just just they're having like a clear reoccurring theme within all females and just just like it was like a campaign based on that Mm. so yeah it was really it was really fun for especially for my first job as well yeah it must have been yeah but obviously there's lots of rumours about the model industry and you've said it now yourself that it's a very narrow um, image that we see uh, in the model industry and, and media. Do you think that's changed or do you still like experience people um, having negative thoughts about you? Um, I think, to be honest, in a weird way, I think that it has it has changed but I think in a weird way it's only changed because of the current trends. So like dark skinned people are really like, that's really in fashion now. People with different looks are really in fashion. Like I think it's, it's, it's changed only for the sake of the trend. Like, um, so if, if it does continue, I'd be happy obviously like to keep having like, these jobs come in where it's like campaigns and stuff and working on things like that. But I do, I do think that it's changed because of, (laughs) I'd hate, I hate to say that it's changed because of like money and also like in a lot of ways for the sake of, Oh, we have to kind of represent like different types of looks now. Oh, we have to have that like, one girl that does look a bit different or like that that one really like yeah it's it it has changed but I don't know if it's for like the right reasons but nevertheless it has changed yeah yeah I mean I definitely agree and I've had people previously in this podcast talking about that and talking more about like body positivity and how that's in fashion now I think we're all kind of scared that there will come a day when it's not trendy anymore and what happens then Mm -hmm. um but hopefully it's here to stay and you know the fact is that there are lots of companies doing it to gain more money and because of capitalism but yeah nevertheless it goes out to people who are maybe younger or struggling with a self-esteem yeah. our age and yeah. it's really important that they still see that representation yeah. regardless of the reason definitely like no matter what this like how they're seeing it or why they're still seeing it and that's something that a lot of people didn't get growing up like they didn't get the um the representation of how they look as well so it is it is really good it is positive no matter the reason why it's positive and I don't think it would ever like go back to how it was um hopefully not anyway because that was like a really like small window um and now it is a lot bigger and I don't think I think it would be harder to 
narrow that now. Um, mm. But yeah. I mean, you're a big part of that yourself. You, you mentioned your first job, but also you've been out in LA and shooting. Yeah. Um, yes. Could you tell me about that job as well? Yeah, so um, LA was for Hollister for their spring collection. Um, and that was also a campaign, which is funny because I, I keep getting this reoccurring theme of getting jobs of like... Um, body positivity and um love yourself no matter what and it's it's really cool because like every time I go on them jobs it's always people who aren't super intimidating to look at like like they're obviously gorgeous but they have different things about them and like they're not typical like really skinny um six foot models they're like literally just normal beautiful looking people like variety of people so that was cool I met some um interesting characters on that <laughs> because I was obviously in America so I just, yeah. I just Americans are just interesting that's that's what I can say about them they're funny but that's really cool and especially like Hollister because they have so many young people who, who yeah. go to the so that's really important yeah definitely well it was really it was really cool to get that job I um I really like that was that was one for me that was like okay yeah this is going to be like seen in places that I used to go to as a kid like I used to I, I actually tried to get a job in Hollister when I was in high school and <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just didn't fit the you know because there was always this like rumor going around that like Hollister workers were, like this beachy looking um like they, they all had like this beachy look like they yeah, all, the were all tanned <laughs> like um so yeah I actually never got that job but here you are. Um, but you are very open on your social media about your previous struggles with your self-esteem and mainly due to your skin. But mm-hmm. now seeing you posting all these photos of yourself and, and kind of changing the model career in a way and the way we see models. Um, but how how's this journey been for you? You know, going from feeling anxious about your skin to now being really open and speaking about it. Yeah, it ha- yeah, it's it's changed a lot it's it's um it was something like as a kid like I was I would always like get names called and stuff like that and then as like everyone got older it was more just a case of like who I surrounded myself with like I think that other people loved my skin before I did and I think that helped um like I had a boyfriend that would be like, oh, I, I just wish it was contagious. Like I wish, I wish you could like give it to me because I want it. Like, and just little comments, like instead, rather than it being, oh, like, oh, is that, is that contagious? Like, and the way they say it or like, oh, just, just like make sure you put sun cream on so you don't get any more. Like, like little comments that aren't supposed to be offensive, but just, just the way they said are. Um, to things like, oh, uh, yeah, like, oh, don't cover up because then you can see it, like, the contrast between the colours and stuff like that. I think I think it really depends um, in general who you surround yourself with. And in my case, it was a lot of um, artists and um, creatives. So they, they just, 
in general find different beautiful anyway which obviously in my case was like a really good thing and then I think it just I think it was just I got to a point where I was just kind of like I actually don't find anyone bad looking and I don't I don't think anyone is ugly so why would I look at myself and think oh I don't like that it's like it I don't see anyone else that way so why would I change that way of thinking towards myself like it didn't make sense for me not to just like be happy and like it didn't make sense for me to cover like wear jeans on a hot day like if I really didn't want to wear jeans then I shouldn't have to just because I've got white patches on my knees like that is so true. I mean, you can't see me at the moment, but I'm just, like sitting here nodding because it's yeah. so, so true what you're saying. And yeah. especially so many people are consciously thinking or constantly thinking about uh, their own appearance. So we don't yeah. really have time to think about others. Yeah, literally. And mm. like um, even even stuff like wearing certain clothes that. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, in your head you tell yourself oh I'm actually just wearing it because I like it like oh I'm actually just wearing high-waisted jeans because I really like the way they look but then you, in my case it was more like I'm wearing high-waisted jeans because the bottom of my belly is really white and I don't like and I don't like white is not really like attractive it's more like tanned is attractive so it was more just like keep asking yourself questions and keep saying why to yourself because yeah it looks good on you but does it look good on you because it it actually looks good on you like it it fits your figure well or is it because you're trying to hide like a big belly or Mm. certain like certain things you know what I mean so yeah I think it's just like keep asking yourself questions and make sure you're surrounded by like people who really don't see it as like not just don't see it as like um a bad thing but actually see it as beautiful because there's a there's a big difference between um someone who doesn't mind it and someone who actually really likes it that was like a big thing for me as well like especially in relationships like my first boyfriend didn't mind it. Like he he wasn't like bothered by it. But then my second boyfriend actually like really liked it, and it was a big it was a big difference to how I seen myself as well. Yeah, that's so true. And also what you said that we are kind of taught um, what we look good in or what clothes fits us. But mm-hmm. it's so good that you you mentioned that 
you have to kind of constantly question yourself and not just yeah. go what society tells you to think. Yeah, definitely. Like growing up, did you have anyone that you looked up to in media? Was there any representation at all or just nothing? Um, honestly, I don't think there was anyone until maybe, what year are we in now, 2020? Maybe like four, like three years ago or four years ago, I seen Winnie Harlow, but that was probably the first one. And that was like, I was already like 19 or 18 by then, so... Mm. like I'd already I was already fine with my skin by that point but yeah when I was a kid there was no one like there was literally no one yeah I'm amazed that you've still like managed to get that comfortable as you are considering what you you struggled so much before yeah Um, and I remember like during the photo shoot when we met um it was like white floor on the ground and uh, there was a guy who sat down and, you know, got this uh, white paint on his trousers and his black trousers. And you were just like, oh, you look like me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's it's funny. Like, I think even like, I think just in general, I think it's like we shouldn't take ourselves so seriously. Like, I think it's funny that like my patches happen to be in like knee pad, shin pad, um, elbow pad areas. Like, I find that like... Some of my friends joke about because I used I actually used to have a patch on my mouth, um, so like they'd be like, oh, like oh, just wipe your mouth. You've got milk around it again. And honestly, like if I was a kid, I would find that awful to hear. But because I'm older and I'm fine with it now, it's genuinely just like it's funny because I will take the mick out of something that they have that's obviously beautiful anyway but I can make a joke about it because they know that I know that mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it's it's just fine like it's 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 yeah you shouldn't take anything so seriously especially considering how much we change in appearance mm. that's so true but I'm I'm intrigued to hear more when you mentioned that your first boyfriend didn't really um I mean, he was fine with your patches, but he didn't really make a thing of it. But then yeah. the second person kind of said that he loved it. So you prefer people to to embrace it or, like, to mention it than to ignore it? Yeah, no, I, I do, um, like, now, I, I don't really know what I would prefer, to be honest. I think I would prefer someone to actually acknowledge it because it's obviously there like if I was with them um but yeah honestly like it's because now it's so it's so known I think a lot of people know what vitiligo is now luckily so I think when like when I meet people and everything I don't like I really don't mind if they (laughs) if they say anything or not like it's fine to me if they do it's fine to me if they don't it really doesn't matter but yeah, like in so yeah in LA when I was doing the Hollister job, um, no one on that job mentioned about my vitiligo to me or like said anything about my skin, um, but I think that's because they knew why I was there, which is because of my skin. It was already very like they probably knew that I was confident with it anyway, um, and like another girl that's my friend Mahogany, she. Um, she has like freckles everywhere on her face and like 
normally when I would see someone like that, I would I would feel like I'd want to compliment them. But then I don't know. It just wasn't that type of environment where we would compliment each other because we are, we're all on the job because we have that different type of look. So I don't know. It wasn't really like it was kind of it didn't need to be said. It was already it was already a thing because we was there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to how to say that. No, no, it's just really interesting. And what you said now as well, that you all were considered to have a different look. Do you prefer that or do you want it to be seen as just neutral, like like anyone really? Yeah, I think it's really important for it to be seen as normal mm. rather than the trend because it is it is a lifetime condition I'm not gonna like it's not gonna phase out when it stops becoming like needed to be seen or or whatever on on um, social media or anything like that it is it is something that's always gonna be with me and is always gonna be with the next person that has like uh, another type of look um so yeah I don't think yeah I don't think it should be seen as a different type of look I do think it should be seen as like the norm Uh, but at the moment it is seen as like the different type of look so yeah do you think we'll get to a point where it is seen as normal like soon maybe yeah maybe soon I think so because there's so many yeah there's so many people that are representing um different looks now that I think it's bound to become the norm soon. Mm. Yeah. And growing up when you, because were you born with it? No, well, I can't, like, I kind of must have been because I think, um, I think vitiligo is always, I'm not an expert, even though I have it, I actually am not an expert on it. But I think you have to already have it to like in your genes and whatever to actually develop it at a later age but don't quote me on that that might not be right but yeah I did get it when I was six or like around that age um Mm. I did already have like one patch on my belly but that was kind of like a birthmark okay but from that age from the age of six do you have anything that you wish that someone told you about beauty or that would have improved or helped your self-esteem um or if you you can put it differently what advice do you want to give to the younger generation in terms of developing a good relationship to your body I think it's really important to see what you would like work on how you would perceive it if someone else had it I think that is really important because then you start to obviously you start to see other people as more beautiful and more you accept different things easier and then also you start to treat yourself like you would another person and if you are a very empathetic compassionate person anyway then that does start to leak into how you see yourself. So basically, like, seeing yourself as a friend, you wouldn't... If your friend had it at six, like, if one of my friends had it in the playground, I would not think it was something ugly. I would probably wouldn't 
think oh like that's disgusting or like try and name call or anything like that because you don't you don't want that other person to feel bad at all so when you start to see yourself as you would another person I think that's when it starts to like really leak into you like your brain how you're actually treating yourself yeah it's so true but how would how do you tackle negative comments? Because I've seen um, when you post images of yourself that you sometimes get negative comments and you kind of repost it in your Instagram stories so you, oh, yeah. want you kind of make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your way to deal with it? Yeah, I think it's just... Because when I've when I seen that at first, that, that picture in general, I didn't see it and think, oh, like... Mavis Ligo looks weird in that picture. The first thing I seen in that picture was like how weird my face looked. And to me, that is something that I really need to work on. I really need to work on like not seeing my face as like an ugly face, which is so weird. But um, yeah, I think honestly, just the years of like really like practicing not to see, not to see yourself in a horrible way and for me that was co- like specifically concentrating on my vitiligo no one can tell me anything about my vitiligo anymore if someone said something about say like my lips or my nose I think that would really like hit me but if someone honestly said to, something to me about my vitiligo it doesn't it doesn't even sink in it's literally one one ear other ear (laughs) what do you say out in one ear out the other yeah Um, yeah no it literally I think it's just years of like actually like working on how you see yourself because once you're so confident in something no like no one can really say anything to you about it it's just like I also got other comments that were like oh this is so good I also have vitiligo like blah 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 this is so good for me to see and then most of the comments say things like that and then you get two people that are like oh is that a disease oh uh, what is she looks like what did what did one of them say um the principle of pancakes or something like that (laughs) and one of them actually said that um my stomach looked like you know the the way your phone screen like when you get a new phone and the protector like bubbles a little bit <laughs> like, someone, someone said that and I thought that was really funny because it actually like I've never even thought about that but it kind of does and it's fine that it does it's actually it's actually a funny comment like I don't take offense to it because it's not offensive it's actually just quite funny that they've even thought that in the head um, <laughs> so yeah I, I just I don't know I just I think you've just got to see things for what they are rather than really like digging deep into what people mean. Some people just like make comments and like that people speak constantly. Like it's just sometimes words just come out and they don't even know what they're saying. But um, yeah, I think it's just practice. Yeah, that's a great way to approach it. And I hope that you will kind of follow your own advice advice next about your face as well so you can start feeling comfortable yeah no I definitely need to it's Mm. definitely a thing (laughs) but I really do need to 
Yeah, and I'm yeah, I'm so glad that you are doing all the modeling that you're doing because you know it definitely helps others and improve their confidence. So thank you so much for all your hard work. Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and thank you for letting me speak to you here today. I'm so no, of course. Thank you for having me. I love your work. Oh, thank you. <laughs>